Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm know sure what somebody's they call written it? that one. with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, <laughs> how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome <laughs> to superhero speak i'm your host dave and john d square with you go ahead and Ray, eight bit, eight bit raised here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought we were doing another take. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, we're we're just we're just flying by the seat of our pants tonight. Play it where it lies. <laughs> Obviously, number one, JD is not with us. We're hoping he will join at some point. He is having car trouble. He is still on the show. I promise. I know this is two weeks without him. <laughs> yeah, flat tires suck. I mean, you know, yeah, and they're never convenient ever. No. Oh God, I remember one time. I got a flat tire on the uh, off ramp, getting off 95, going onto the uh, Ben Franklin Bridge, and there's like no shoulder there to pull over, barely any shoulder to pull over, and it was just yeah, worst thing ever. We didn't have a spare, had to call a, a tow truck. Yeah, it was it was annoying. I, I've pulled off the very rare double flat tire, two flat tires at the same time, both well, that, because I, I was it was when I was a teenager. And, you know, you don't really have money to spend to, you know, $1,000 to get a new set of tires when they wear down. So you just run them until that happens. Yes. yes. Also a 95, interestingly enough, <laughs> in Connecticut, but yeah. And But since Don and Ray are here, that could only mm. mean one thing. We're Thank going God. to be dis- We're going to torture them. <laughs> <laughs> we must be discussing a classic superhero movie this week. So. Indeed. You're actually right this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for once. Hey, hey, Batman and Robin is classic in its own way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before we crap. get to all that classic nonsense, <laughs> how is everyone doing? John, how is your week? Meh. <laughs> I, I mean, I there's like no other descriptors I can use. It's just meh, you know, been working a lot more, you know, managing a couple of projects at work and really really boring 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 stuff that nobody wants to hear oh okay i did find <laughs> a really nice good anime though but i'll mention it uh during the recommendations yes yes and 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 when we do talk about the movie i want to talk about anime a little bit there how about you ray how are you doing sir i'm doing just fine and dandy sir nothing really important to speak of nothing has happened it's just been a stale existence that that's 
good <laughs> considering the times we john and in, ray here to brighten up your day everyone <laughs> hey considering considering what's going on in the ukraine right now and covid and all these once in a generation things we're living through multiple times in our lives right now yes i'm tired of living through uh history <laughs> yeah it, it's yeah. like it's like boring is great man i i like i had all week where like nothing happened and i am happy about it all right all right don how about you give us something to make us uh, feel wonderful yeah. and happy absolutely i know i i, I uh, well i may be able to do that we'll see so i'm very very excited because i have a 13 year old son and me and this son share very little in common but one thing uh that we do share in common is Star Wars. He has been going through a Star Wars marathon the past couple of weekends. I mean, he's always kind of, I guess, seen it with me, but to sit down and to watch Star Wars, this is his first venture out. So I am dad, excited. Don. Well, uh, okay, here's what's got me very, just very bothered. Okay. And this is probably more my problem than his. Mm-hmm. Let me go, let me take you through the viewing order. Okay. Okay. Uh oh. Number one, Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Number two, what? Yeah. Why would you do that first? That's all. I, 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 yeah, I, okay, good. I'm him? not alone. I'm not alone on you, this. You're, you're going to kill the whole thing for them right off the bat, huh? Number well, two. You're also starting with the last movie. like Right. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. And believe me, I did. I protested. I said, listen, you want to start chronologically or when they when they came out? And he chose, yeah, back ass work. Second <laughs> one, Rogue One. Rogue One. Uh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Then he asked, hey, dad, in which movie does Darth Vader die? And you see his face. I said, well, son, that's Return of the Jedi, but that's the third movie of the original trilogy. So you'll have to, that's where he goes, Return of the Jedi. (laughs) Then, (laughs) then he goes to Force Awakens. Then he said, then uh, The Last Jedi and has stayed away from the prequels and then just decided to watch The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett again. So. That's his experience. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking like me. This is madness. What abomination have you created? I don't know. You've but... created a Star Trek fan. <laughs> really? <laughs> but that just goes to show you, he, he, he likes the world of Star Wars and he could care less about the chronology, the continuity. He, he likes the last trilogy. Now, I'm also a current trilogy apologist i'm sorry i'm going long here but that's how i am the prequel trilogy i loved everybody hated it i i I was apologist for that now that we have the sequel trilogy again see now that that's out everybody's praising the prequel but they hate the sequels so now i'm a sequel apologist because i profess although it would have been great to see luke skywalker be more luke skywalker it was Mm -hmm. still a story that was given to me and if you don't pick it apart, it's still very entertaining. So I am a current Star Wars trilogy apologist. So I don't mean to be. So let me let me add on to that. Where my son, who is 19, soon to be 20, wow. grew up with the prequels. Mm-hmm. That's his Star Wars. He loves sure. Obi-Wan from those. He loves uh, that version of Yoda. Like yep. He loves the Clone Wars, the cartoon and the, what was it? What was the Rebels. name of the movie? No, what was the name of the, the movie? There was even, a Clone Wars movie right before they did the that's Clone right. Wars. It was just called the Clone Wars, right? Yeah, he even likes that movie, which a lot of people don't. The animated one, you mean? Yeah. But that was, wasn't that J. Michael Straczynski who did that? Or, or oh, I don't remember. Tardic Identity, I forget which one. But like, so like, that's just like, you're sitting there saying you're an apologist for it, but that's how he discovered Star Wars. 
and sure. he loves yep. Star Wars. So like, and for somebody that's, you know, the right age has discovered these new movies and that's their Star Wars, yep. like it or not, you know? So I don't think you need to be an apologist. You just need to understand that people like different things. Absolutely. John. <laughs> I've never, I've never railed against anybody liking anything. You're perfectly happy. You're perfectly oh, wait, fine that's to like right. trash if you like. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate everything. That's um, what I'm known for. That's why they call yeah, me so that, bit, Ray. <laughs> right, that's awesome. That would totally be it. So yeah, I'm very excited on all that. And on last note, you know, I remember watching episode one, one of my favorites, believe it or not, Phantom Menace, and thinking, wow, all this war over trade routes and uh, people denying that there's an invasion. <laughs> How could that ever happen? And then now we have yeah. the Russia Ukraine stuff. So boy is star wars more poignant than some people give credit for so anyway very excited dave how about you man how is your week on good i'm doing everything in my power to avoid my anxiety about the possibility of world war three but that aside this is an entertainment podcast so right. let's not uh dwell on and besides you should be over it i mean you're nearly my age i remember i remember being in grade school and doing the duck and cover drills so okay, yes, man, but... ukraine's got fighter pilots that are like legitimate a legitimate ace ghost of kiev look it up it's awesome yeah nice. first ace in like 50 years um, just, just yeah, one little just okay there's also a also another ukrainian that has officer kills too yeah i can't remember what they call them he nice. has a nickname too yeah yeah I, entertainment podcast i know we want to move on but i'm just saying russia's not doing <laughs> as good as we thought they would okay I, no, yeah. no 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 it's been amazing just one little other fact the largest plane in the world was housed in the ukraine and the russians just bombed it yeah. And they're and they're also the, the Russians also screwed up and was it Chernobyl is starting to leak radiation. <laughs> so yay, okay, really fun All stuff. Right. So <laughs> where are you at, Superman? We need you. So yeah, so now, true. Now that we're handling Dave's anxiety with all this talk of it. So one of the things I've done to handle my anxiety is as really getting really getting back into the gym. And that's a great choice. Yeah, oh, though marijuana, I, marijuana at the gym. I yeah okay. Uh, <laughs> Though I did, I did really push myself last night, and I'm regretting that now. But I'm here to entertain, Feeling or something. <laughs> Feeling the burn, Feeling the flow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, then it's funny because we we went to the gym and then got home and laid in bed and watched a movie and was eating popcorn. And I'm like, Netflix I just work. I, I just like, and 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 you know drinking soda and eating popcorn i'm like i just worked out now i'm stuffing crap in my face <laughs> like yeah it's like the gym i used to go to like right outside of it was a krispy kreme oh. like man I, all, all i want to get is a donut but if i eat one krispy kreme donut that negates the whole three hour workout so i never did it there's a pizza place right next to my gym of course you, there is you can smell it mm -hmm. as soon as you're walking out yeah it's it's horrible speaking of things that are horrible go home and have a we, salad cry we should move on to some social media madness because, you know, John well, can't live without it. Now John can cry. <laughs> and how speaking you, how of, did you see that? I mean, I was, I was wiping away the tears. Speaking of, <laughs> of John, this first tweet is specifically geared at him. I didn't do it. Nobody right. saw me do it. You can't prove anything. So when we were awesome. last week, we were talking about Peacemaker. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. We talked about, uh, what's the name of that show? No, no, Jack Reacher. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. We were talking about the Jack Reacher TV Reacher. show, mm. and John said he preferred the Tom Cruise movies. And our good friend oh. Mark, Marky Mark from the So Wizard podcast said, no one is a bigger Tom Cruise fan than me. 
But when John states that he likes the Jack Reacher movie over the Amazing Reacher show on Amazon, I really have to question his taste. Oh. And, and then it's a gif of Will Smith saying, there's something wrong with your brain. Yeah. Well, if you if if you listen to So Wizard this week, then you would know that Markellis is going through that show for the second time. So he's really into that show and into that universe. So well, I'm if, good. I was gonna say I'm behind on So Wizard. I haven't listened to this week's episode yet, but uh, <gasps> spoilers! Spoiler alert! Um, <laughs> I just think the movie was better. It's you don't need a mesomorph walking around to to appreciate the fact that the guy was also a brilliant you know a, a brilliant investigator. So, though though my you might have to explain yourself to somebody who's questioning your taste over your tom cruise preference and not over the brony stuff that i mean of course our reply to uh <laughs> to to mark was me saying we do every week and it was uh Robert downey jr rolling his eyes noise <laughs> love you john all right moving on we had talked about the Smallville coming back as a cartoon, possibly it's still in the works, but Tom Welling and John, not John Rosenbaum. What's his first name? Michael Rosenbaum. Michael, Michael Rosenbaum, Rosenbaum. Thank you. Yeah. Are talking about doing it. And of course, uh, Tom Welling said now that what's her face? Lois Lane is on board to do the cartoon as well. So Randy, random Randy Savage from Colt 45 said, I honestly don't want Tom anymore. I want Michael Rosenbaum. I want the whole Smallville told from Lex's point of view until he goes to jail for writing the sun and Supergirl. Uh, I'm sorry. Like Tom Welling looks like a Superman. Yeah. And he's also built like one too. Like, you know, that Smallville started, he was just scrawny kid, but he grew up to be, you know, he's, he's got the build for it and everything. He's got the look. Both, both of them have come out and said, this would be a continuation off where the show ended. So it would be him as Superman at this point. It wouldn't be Clark Kent running around. He wouldn't have to do as much work. He just it's just a voice act. So of course that's exactly. why they want to do it. That's why I'm like, I kind of roll my eyes at this. Now I'm not a big Smallville fan. I mean I love the Justice Society. I think it was like a two hour two episode thing. That was great. Yeah, but I can't get excited over somebody said ah, I won't show up to work. But hey, I'll I'll make some tape. Like I don't. It doesn't. Like I get. Yeah, of course you want to do it because it's easy work. Like. Come on, if you're going to do it, do it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I also think this allows him to avoid putting the costume on, which is yeah something he was doing for a long time. Well, also um, something they might not allow in a live action series, right? Because they always they always tie up the rights or what who can wear what when and say who that they is, are. Yeah, based on the movies and what the WB is well, like. Didn't even, he didn't even get he didn't even get to wear the S until the very last ten seconds of the show. Well, they never even showed it him. In full costume, they yeah, never panned out right. to show the S on him. It's like you Is know, it? it was the worst tease ever. They they did when when he float when he flew out of the was it the Fortress of Solitude, they showed his face and then they did a cut to the S, but never showed him. Well, totally. they you, you kind of get it at the end when he's ripping the shirt off yeah he's ripping the shirt off yeah exactly yeah but you, which again. is he's he's wearing what's his face's costume from uh it's uh, the black costume no it's it's the costume from superman returns the reeves or uh, no not reeves uh the oh my guy. god yeah i the can't remember guy. his name the, he's yeah. the adam in 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 the, yeah. in the cw Adam-er. shows right Yes. Yeah. And it's funny because Tom Welling did talk about that in an interview. Like it didn't really fit him well. Like that's why you only get, 
He says it's the only reason you get the one shot, but I think it's more than that. Bob Jones said, I need to see what type of animation style they're going with. If it's that 90s DC animated universe style, I'll pass. John? <laughs> what do you mean? The, the Bruce Timm stuff? Uh-huh. That wasn't bad. I mean, it was... I was about to say, that stuff was pretty cool, if I remember, but... I <laughs> yeah, it was... It, I mean... Yeah. They, they did a couple of, of revamps on it over, over the years. Towards the end, some of the character designs were more simplified and a little bit weirder, but all in all, like it's better than some of the other animation that did. But I mean, they could do something with the animation techniques of today. There's, there's no, like get like Studio Madhouse from Japan to do it and you'll have the best animation you've ever seen on, on cell. So yeah. you can no, do I whatever just, you want. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just like, oh, that's... But I, I thought it was a weird comment because a lot comment because a lot of people love those cartoons. So I was just thought it I'd was rather who asked for it to be in a cartoon. Like who yeah. who was in the boardroom going, "All right, guys, we're gonna bring back Smallville." Oh, but, awesome, awesome. No, but it's gonna be a cartoon. What? But why? Oh, because we're bringing back Batman the animated series. I guess we need like a, a counterpart. I don't know. No, I, I really don't, don't know. All they they've got a big dartboard in the room. They snort a line of coke and then they throw a dart. And then they throw another dart and they keep going until they have a show well, concept. This <laughs> That's whole, basically it. This whole thing started with on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. Tom Welling was a guest and they were talking and that just, it kind of came up, but a lot of fans reacted to it. So then they said, okay, well maybe we will do it. And they started writing scripts. How did so. they not already know that the fans would like the, we, they've been clamoring for that for decades since, yeah. ever since it ended. Agreed. I enjoyed Smallville though, as a whole. I mean, because you know, I got a, I got a thing for the B villains. You know, the, you know, the parasites yeah. and things like that. Mm. You know, and, and, and you got a lot of that. You wouldn't get that now because you have to stick to the, to the main cast. You have to stick to the actual Justice League so that they can, yeah. you know, sell tickets. Then, all right. Well, moving on, we had talked about the live-action Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. <sighs> that's gonna be i'd rather i'd rather have a live action chippendale movie with chris farley and uh, <laughs> oh my gosh are you gonna play that can never happen but you know i was gonna say are you going to uh call the ghostbusters <laughs> oh, i'm sorry that was bad too soon and uh, of course our good friend random randy savage again said no i would just like to see the group of old weathermen sitting around a boardroom table fully erect at the idea of a revival of disney cartoons so i can gouge my eyes out immediately after wow thank you for drawing that picture now set it on fire and she'll never speak of it again oh my god randy 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 yeah i don't like i said when we talked about this was it last week john or was it two weeks ago but i don't understand who this movie's for like it's just yeah, it's I, weird no idea i mean just yeah. I mean, I can't call myself a huge fan of, of Chippendale Rescue Rangers, but honestly, I watched it when it was on. It was on after school every day, and I was a little bit older, but I don't know. I didn't have really much else to do. And But the Nintendo game, like me and my buddy used to play all the time. That was like legit one of the first great co-op games I ever played, and I, I'll always remember. Chippendale! You know, I, yeah. I don't know. That was... So, it was it was last week because that was basically exactly what Joey said. Like, yeah. he wasn't a big fan of the cartoon, but he loved the games on the Nintendo. With that said, I've got no desire to see the live action. I mean, my kids might love it because it's cute, but I don't know. It, it, yeah. it, I said it was strange to me because I was a fan of that show 
and like I'm watching this trailer and I'm like, this does not appeal to me at all. Like, so I don't get it, but we'll see. Yeah, it's not even something that I'd have it on in the background, just or you know, I'm not even I'm not even curious at all. Like, I understand the argument you make these movies for the kids, but it's such an old property that hasn't been around in a long time. Kids aren't aware of it, and you have to have something that grabs the adults to go see it to bring their kids right because so. the, Re- the chippendale rescue rangers was an offshoot of just chippendale which were just right. two squirrels back in disney uh animated stuff you know chipmunks so chipmunks right they just you know of course tailspin is just some of the jungle book people and yep. you know whatever but even chippendale rescue rangers itself is an offshoot and yeah i don't know it's not something kids know about so i don't know who they're Tails- grabbing at I- tailspin Darkwing Duck. It was all in that that same time frame. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. yep. The, there was a goofy show. That one I didn't like. Darkwing Duck though was was wicked. That was great. Out. That was cool. The Liquidator. Like, yeah. oh, I love that. <laughs> that was such a great spoof on Batman. Yeah. So this next one, it's a shame that JD is not here because he specifically got a tweet at him. So a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about it was the got into a conversation about star wars surprise surprise on this podcast jd made some points about how the movies lacked continuity and drew carlson said jd is my spirit animal i 100 percent agree kennedy's a big flaw was with star wars was not controlling the story to make sure it was one big narrative so what you will about feige say what you will about feige but the marvel universe is coherent and tight even if the directors feel a bit micromanaged and jd did reply to it said thanks man but you know that would be my one complaint about the sequel trilogy that it is obvious that the force awakens and the rise of skywalker is one story and the last jedi is kind of another in the middle i i I can agree with that so yeah i mean that's a tight rope i mean i know that kevin feige or in this case fig or Feig, I don't know. Um, <laughs> he does control the narrative, and I know that that does it sours some directors into not diving into the universe. So you know, I get it. You, you got to, but you just you have to give artists, which directors are artists, you know, some freedom there. So you can't yeah. have everything fit in a box, you know. And hey, listen, the, the comic books that the Marvel Cinematic Universe are based off of, their continuity is fucked up. <laughs> so <laughs> right, like. I don't just yeah it's not going to make everything right so I agree with the tweet but you can't always have your universe in this tight box sometimes it just has to grow organically yes agreed and I would just like to say to sorry I'd like to say to Drew thank you for being a fan of JD and if you message us we'll give you his home address so you can stalk him anyway (laughs) uh, (laughs) and then finally We had talked about the Lightyear trailer and how confusing the meta Buzz Lightyear movie is. And again, our good friend Random Randy Savage said, it's the beginning of Pixar's dark and gritty resurgence. (laughs) Some animations, but with more adult themes, same animations, but more adult themes. Now we have to wait for the ultimate Incredibles movie. (laughs) Now that uh, actually... That would be nice. Oh my that god, be, no, no. That would be pretty cool. I don't want a dark and gritty Pixar universe. <laughs> or or we could have, yeah, no, we could have like a Monsters Inc. where the monsters actually like kill the children in brutal ways. Oh my you know, god. Think of the 
Think no. of possibilities. You've put that idea out in the universe. Someone is now going to animate that. And yeah. it's gonna... I'm in. I'm in. Put it on Hulu. Oh my That's God. where Disney dumps all their R-rated properties. Yeah. To- toys would stay the same though, because it's already a horror show. You've got you've got living things that are being blown up by children <laughs> using fireworks. You've okay, got Toy Story. I, I thought I thought you said the toy. I'm like, eh, that's a little bit. No, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. No, Toy Toy was... Story. Toy Story's already yeah, that... a horror. The toy was a white man, a rich white man that fought a black man. It was terrible. I remember that, yeah. Oh my god. Oh boy. It, it was it, it was our uh super Superman. Superman three, three. yep. 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 <laughs> yep, Richard Pryor. Yeah, yeah. I still remember Richard him spinning around in that big toy and a movie I was shocked was made at all, but you would never be able to make that today. No. <laughs> no. All right. So that is it for social media madness. But if you want to know how you can follow us on social media and be part of Social Media Madness, here's a good friend D-Square to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, The Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Are you going to tell us or what? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Don. And while we're here, Don, why don't you plug the Omega Level Nerds podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Best thing you can do is, of course, go on Twitter, follow us at Omega Level Nerds. That'll have our link to our YouTube where you can find all the shows. We are also on Apple Podcast and Podbean and some other ones. However, the most up-to-date stuff is going to be on the YouTube there. So just yeah, follow us at Omega Level Nerds. And Ray, where can people find the Gorilla Brain Podcast? find the gorilla brain podcast on any podcasting app that's out there uh preferably spotify and if you do leave us a five-star review because that would help push the, the show a little bit more also you can catch me on twitter at gorilla brain pod if you don't like anything i have to say then by all means reach out i will respond uh instagram <laughs> at gorilla brain podcast yeah i mean and you can also catch me on twitch usually nightly so if you got that late night itch and you want to hear my seductive voice play over some apex legends or whatever game i happen to be playing that night then catch me at a bit ray and back to you dave i think if you don't like what ray says on twitter you won't like his response either and on that note we're going to take our first commercial break and we'll be right back after these messages we'll be right back yeah 
All right, we're back. We got a little bit of news to talk about this week, and then we have a movie to discuss. So, first movie is our first movie. First topic here: the movie's not even out yet, guys, and they're already talking about a Batman sequel and it possibly being a trilogy for the Batman. Matt Reeves, the Batman, starring a sparkly vampire. I mean, <laughs> they they are. I mean, they're really taking a chance. No, I mean we. We don't even really know how good the the first movie is. It could bomb hard. This 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 goes back to what everyone says is the DC problem. Like they number one, they put the cart before the horse, and okay, there's buzz about this movie, but it's not out yet. So you don't know if it's gonna be success. They're gonna try to like put this out and then build a universe around this movie, and if it fails, then they're back in the same boat as they are with the the Snyderverse. I just I it, I don't know. I mean, and people are already like worried that it's a little bit like not not dark, but just you know, like there's only so much gritty people really want in a right. in a movie. Um, well, it, but the, the Batman grit that. is a success formula. But I'm with you. I'm kind of kind of done with it. Like I want to lighten it up a little bit. And this is just you want to go back to Batman and Robin. You want to take that step? Back? <laughs> no, no, no. But but I mean, there is a there is a very healthy amount of space between those two that you could put a good movie in and it's just like the, the guys at w are like well that one didn't work that was really dark and gritty let's make it darker and grittier that's obviously going to make it work right no you know the the jig the jigsaw was it the jigsaw riddler thing i that's not who the riddler is yeah I mean, yeah it's a, it's a little that yeah to me that's a little much like i did like some of the darker aesthetics like i really like the fact that the bat symbol on his suit is made from the gun that killed his parents like i was like digging that but the, yeah this whole like jigsaw trash bag man riddler trash yeah. bag not, man yeah yeah i'm just not getting the vibe but as i said before on the show mm-hmm. i i cannot shit talk batman movies that much because they always seem to work hence why they're like eh, it'll be a trilogy batman and robin work uh, well <laughs> <laughs> Okay, time well has soured that one greatly, but yeah, no, they fucked with Bane, so yeah, that was pretty much the first. They fucked with everything. Okay, this that. sucks. Well, they yeah. did. Now, had Bat- had Batman and Robin completely shit the bed, you wouldn't have got your beloved Batman Begins there, John. Oh, that's Correct. true. That's true. I'll give it. I'll give you props for that. Yeah, but it, I mean, like, I mean, I, like the nineties was when everybody was dark and brooding, right? But Bruce Timm yeah. showed that you can have a dark and brooding character, but still, like, you know, functionally you know sound of mind right you get the if the the more the more the qu- dark and gritty you make batman himself the less functionally becomes is what he's supposed to be which is a brilliant investigator and and detective and you know and a good fighter right if he's always like it what is he gonna do every time he punches somebody yell out mom i mean like come on it's getting ridiculous well the question becomes at Martha. what point at what point does batman become the punisher right like we don't yeah, want yep. we don't want him to be the punisher but yet it feels like in the movies that's what they're pushing him towards yeah mm-hmm. so but he doesn't kill point. outside of that though yeah he's punisher light oh no he doesn't kill except in every movie well, he's right. got quite the body count he's <laughs> like here's a bomb yeah, even going back to <laughs> even going back to batman 89 he blows up the ajax chemical yeah, oh, yeah. factory with AJ, everyone in it oh, yeah. yep. so yeah, I don't know. He burns someone alive in Batman Returns. That's a pleasant way to I saw, die. <laughs> I, I saw a meme once 
where it was like, and I don't remember the the full context, but it was basically a picture of Batman, and it was like saying it it, it kept it was saying like Batman in the eighties, nineties, blah blah, and it kept getting darker and darker, and then it said eventually. It, you know, that was all black. Like you couldn't see anything. Like that's that's the road true. they're headed down with Batman. You know, and it's true. It's like every iteration gets darker and grittier and more realistic, and yeah. that's what the fans want. And that's why they got a dark and brooding Superman. Like they don't understand they have to balance out the characters as well. I don't know. Batfleck was pretty pretty dark and broody. Like he didn't have one ounce of happiness in his heart. You could tell. Well, presumably, though, that's a Batman after Robin got beat with a crowbar, you know. Well, also, but you, look, you look at the well, wait, you look the, at the way he was characterized. He was still like able to function and flirt with Diana and, you know, whatever. He was saying, just, he wasn't a, constantly brooding. He had to join his heart because it was a Ben Affleck after he read the script for Justice League. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a nice one. <sighs> So I don't think he was back with J J Lo yet. And uh, Lo, I imagine he's a pretty dark place. Thankfully, he's with J Lo again. So good for you, buddy. None of us are with J Lo. All right. Uh, gave up, gave up Jennifer Gardner for J Lo. I, I don't know. Oh, no, know. no, no, please. Did please. you ever see J Lo in Money Train? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> She's the bee's knees, to put yeah. it. All right. All right. Moving on. This article i pulled specifically for john because he's the only babylon fine five fan i really know incorrect <laughs> you oh. should you should see the four foot by four foot picture i have hanging on my wall it cost me a fortune to frame it it's of the babylon five station it's right over there so the babylon five reboot on the cw is still moving forward without michael j Straczynski. you know netflix is doing a reboot of avatar the last airbender and they lost the original creators on that this mm-hmm. is Straczynski's going to walk away from this. I don't know what these places think they're doing if they think they're going to capture the same magic without the guys who made that freaking magic. You know, well, I mean, again, there are stories it's... you can tell in the Babylon Five universe, but you're not going to retell the original story without Str- no. Straczynski. I guarantee it's it's he came in with a vision on how to do the reboot, and they went, well, yeah, but we've already made all these decisions, so we can hit the four quadrants and hit the right markets. <laughs> And you have to make these work. And he said, no. And that's, you know, they said, well, we'll do it without you. Don't you wish you could be a billionaire and you could just walk up to Straczynski and just say, here, here's a billion dollars. Go make a new Babylon 5. Do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, well, unfortunately, he doesn't own the rights to it. So you can't do that. Copyright law sucks. They can can remake and do whatever the hell they're going to do with Babylon 5. I'm one person. John's one person. So that's two people that can't stop the corporation. Okay. Yeah. So... All I'm asking for is give me my Babylon 5 on Blu-ray. That's all I want. <laughs> True. True. That's all the I whole, want. I, whole series. I'm tired. I am tired of this fucking standard death crap. I want my high definition. I got my Star Trek Next Generation in Blu-ray. I need all my great sci-fi. Stargate I got in Blu-ray. All my great sci-fi I need in high definition. The way Did they shoot intended. those in high definition? No, but I love them anyway. But okay. they can re-render almost all of the graphics. Yeah, they had to do that with X-Files. They, when they re-rendered uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, and X-Files, they had, they had a lot of trouble with that. They fixed it now. So, so everything that comes out in high definition that was standard format is now pretty much perfect. But you, again, you're not going to get, on this thing, you're not going to get writing that's going to give you like Ivanova, right? 
Remember, like she's had some of the best lines throughout the entire series. You're not going to get the same depth of storyline. It's just, it's just not going to. Are they bringing back any of the same writers? Like, is it? Are they just saying this is an idea? Like, okay, here, Babylon Five remake. Uh, do, have they have they announced anything? No, they haven't. I don't think they've announced anyone who's in the writing room because eventually he, it was Straczynski was was going to be the showrunner for it, and then he walked away from the project. So probably for a reason, he probably saw what they had planned and said, "Now nah, I'm out of here." He Alan moored that shit right out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Although he's not Alan Moore, he he actually just does good work and he kind of likes what he does, right? And he'll take a check, I'm sure he'll take a check but he'll he'll still write something good like he took a check for what is it captain power and the soldiers of the future and and the storyline you got was way way better than you than you know just some simple stupid thing that's supposed to sell toys and that was way way back right like he's he's got this all i can say is airbender the last airbender the movie you know name name any like anything that was done without the original characters any movie like that it's just going to be horrible it's just going to be another you know cash grab true what was it i was watching oh it was the thundercats reboot where it was like the guy who created the show said he never watched the original cartoon it was like then why are you doing this you could tell he did a love triangle with liono and chitara and and the other guy and it just it was a forced love triangle tiger or panther tiger Okay. Tigra. And it was one of those things where it's just, you know, he obviously the guy was misogynist too, because he wrote uh, Chitara like this, you know, like she could have just said one thing that she and Tigra had a connection from long ago and and there would have been no love triangle, but they forced the love triangle thing every freaking episode. It was stupid. I've never watched an episode of it. I saw the clips and I was like, yeah, not for me. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. You have to have some respect for the, the source material. So we'll see. But if the fan base is so little, like you said, you won't, you don't know anybody but John and now me that yeah. love Babylon Five. So who's asking for this? Is it just the property they had laying in, laying in their oh, pocket yeah. and they're like, probably pull it out? Yeah, okay. After there's, this much, there's still Babylon crap. Five people at the comic book, but, but at the the comic shows, but not not a a whole lot. Like I still see more people doing cosplay for the greatest American hero than I do Babylon five. But if you ask people about Babylon five, I have never talked to anybody where that was brought up in conversation where they, they didn't have really fond memories of it. Like they had, if they are fans, they're, they've got very strong feelings about it. Yeah. What was that show that was running alongside Babylon five? It was a whole another show, but it was a sci-fi kind of the same concept. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Farscape. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of people get those mixed up, and then I get pissed off. How how do they mix <laughs> those two up? That's... You'd be surprised. Wow. I think it's One's because the guy Black. with the <laughs> big nose is featured in both shows. I don't know. I used to work at GameStop. We had toys for both, and they look the same. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. How do I can't talk crap up? about the show. I never watched it, but yeah, neither did I. It was good. Farscape well, was for way out there. Yeah, uh, it might it might still be maybe possibly I haven't looked in a couple of years, but maybe. But Babylon Five was yeah. All right, <sighs> that's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, go watch the damn show. <laughs> you should. Anybody listen to us? That that is one. If you're a sci-fi person, that is one of the best shows that ever has been put out so far. It's amazing. I, I, 
I mean, Ray, you said who asked for this reboot? Who asked for a live action Chip and Dale movie? I mean, yeah, this is true. They were uh, only trying to bank off of the live action Alvin and the Chipmunks. That was so <laughs> successful with kids. That's all it is. And then they saw, oh, Space Jam. Remember they Space Jam Two or whatever it was called. Yeah. And they threw all these cameos and things and Easter eggs in there. And Chip and Dale is the exact same thing. They're just trying to capitalize on it. That's all it is. It's a cash grab. They don't really care about Chip and Dale. Disney no. trying to make a buck, trying to maybe start a franchise. I know, poor. Poor Disney's hurting for money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but imagine uh, that they've got so much money. They could just be like, let's see if this goes now. Okay. Let's see if this, you know, that's really what they're doing. They're throwing stuff at the wall. Yeah. Give me a live action tailspin. That's what I want. <laughs> I'll take that. I, I did enjoy some tailspin higher for higher. Well, I think the next thing they're throwing at the wall is Agatha house of Harkness. And uh, I don't know that's throwing at a wall so much as this is an awesome train. Let's keep it going. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they thought Catherine Hahn would be as popular in this role. Right. And, and she recently was speaking with entertainment weekly and said that the spinoff is exactly what she had hoped for. And I thought this was interesting. She also said, it's crazy. The kind of boying, 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 Boy, thank you. God, uh, that this big chapter happened post kids for me, said Han. I subconsciously was taught that after I had kids, I'd had to drop my ambition ball. And that really didn't seem to be the case. In fact, more doors opened. You know, just 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 I like I like stories like that where, you know, obviously in Hollywood, they say you reach a certain age and your appeal disappears. That has and always been the stupidest thing, though. You know, it is. That, that I, was always a Hollywood thing. Right. So, yeah. but I'm sure, she doesn't. I'm sure she didn't see herself as like sexy. Because let's face it, she's you know got kind of like a big nose. But honestly, she's kind of hot. I mean, she's no, really she's I, really hot. Like I, yeah. Like I know I like strange taste in women, you know. But one of my tastes, for whatever reason, is a rather large nose and great <laughs> hair. And she has both. So you know, I'm all about it. You know, like features aside, like you watch her act. Right. No, How many exactly. people could have pulled that? She's got a light inside of her and it just shines. And it is, you know, it's brilliant. We all yeah, have like that light, John. Like we that, that, that role was made for her. <laughs> what was that, Ray? Oh, I said it's like that role was just made, tailor-made just for her. Like her yes. personality and her yeah, acting so. ability. Yeah, she was probably probably my favorite part of the entire show. And when they announced that she got a spinoff, I'm like, perfect. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's keep that vibe going, though. Let's not let's not go all dark world all at once. Let's kind of keep that WandaVision, the early WandaVision vibe going. Well, it's going to be weird because right now, Agatha Harkness has been brainwashed into being a Midwestern housewife. So, you know. Like, I mean, if I was be... able to brainwash somebody to be a Midwestern housewife, it'd be her. <laughs> yeah, oh. it, I, oh it'll be God. interesting to see where they go with it. I want to see, like, this is again the difference between John, DC. You know and... where they're going. You know where they're going. Well, Mephisto. They need another series so that people can be like Mephisto, Mephisto, Mephisto. Yeah, well, Maybe we'll get it this time. We'll see. <laughs> Probably yeah. roll the dice. But oh my God, no, yeah, Dave, who, you're, who? you're finally catching on to it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I completely forgot. I can't remember. It may have been Ray. I did. It was me. You sent? Did you send? You sent a on? Was it on Instagram? No, did you I send a video? I sent it on Twitter. It, check the chat. 
Oh, it was in the chat. That's what it was. It was a video. Yeah. It was like, every time I see this, I think this is how John is. And it was <laughs> somebody yeah. watching, was it WandaVision or, or um, whatever? Watch, I'm watching a bunch of Marvel clips. And every time the yeah. guy would go, Mephisto, Mephisto, yep. Mephisto. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> John's like, he's on to something. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, hopefully we get Mephisto in in the Harkness TV show. That would make John happy. It it would be it would, nice. I think it would just shut him up. You know, it's going to get to the point where everybody's like they they tease Mephisto. Everybody's like, it can't. It's not going to be Mephisto. Let's figure out who else it could be. And then the the show will go on. It's like, well, they finally got us. It's Mephisto. <laughs> and, um, and then no one's going to care. Right. Like, oh, yeah. We care. We cared three four years ago. You let us down. <laughs> This is true. Remember, what, re- remember when John, when Superhero Speak, was ranting about it every week <laughs> that it was Mephisto? I wonder if we'll get like hype, a... Gone. Are we going to get a Mephisto tease in uh, Multiverse of Madness? You're going to get all kinds of teases. They're going to have... That, that has a lot to live up to. Well, Cthune. Cthune's going to be in that. You know, you've got the the was it? Oh, what 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 was the other one? The 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 kung fu movie. Shoot, Shang Chi. Shang Chi had the Dweller in Darkness. You've yeah. probably got Mephisto coming up. You've got Cthune. Oh, who, there it is. Cthune is basically way way more powerful than just about anything in the Marvel Universe. He's an entity that's been around since the beginning of the universe, according to the current you know canon. So, like you know, it's it, you got a lot of weird characters coming out now. Well, and, and giving us America, uh, what's her last name? America Chavez. Chavez, yeah. like like the door, like she can teleport to any of the universes. Like that's her power. Yeah. Like. You're giving us that now, so the door's open for anything at this point. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, I am afraid that it won't live up to our expectation. That, that's my biggest fear. That's gonna be like, like Book of Boba Fett, how it didn't live up to our expectations of Boba Fett. Well, yeah, but the Marvel properties, how many of them haven't lived up to your expectations? Ant Man. I thought Ant Man was pretty good. Ant Man and Wasp, Thor: <laughs> The Dark World. Yeah, Thor: The Dark World. Thor: The Dark World actually gets better with age, like not. Hulk. Not great, but better. Yeah, yeah but I don't hate that movie. Not, in, not, in, not incredible, Hulk. Hulk. Okay, so so yeah. yeah well, that's, that's not part of the MCU. That's how to, <laughs> out of what 30, 40 movies are we up to now? Whatever, like you know, and those and and those those may be the ones that you say they they didn't live up to your expectations. You had very high expectations, didn't you? Of course, I did. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy two, probably the biggest letdown in the MCU. At least when I went to see Ant Man, I knew what I was going in to see Ant Man. But Guardians of the Galaxy two, or the first Guardians, had set such a precedence. And then when two came out, I'm like, lame. So now <laughs> it's in my bottom bottom of the MCU. Look, it does look. nothing for me. All right, I, I am I am giving I am officially taking my my curmudgeon crown off and handing it to you, man. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah. say way more critical than I. Any have movie that has David Hasselhoff in it automatically gets five stars for me. So I mean, Kurt Russell. Well, Pac-Man. And everybody living in Europe. <laughs> what? Kurt Russell? Yeah. Kurt Russell. Damn it. You can't go wrong with Kurt Russell. I don't understand how you can not like that movie now. It did nothing for me. Hmm. I didn't I didn't like that ego was a human, like, and then he got he got Quill's mom pregnant. Oh, Rockets that was it. Ass- Rockets an asshole. Just for story purposes, it, it made no real sense of why he was jealous of Quill. It was or it's just so stupid. I I'm I'm not here to rant and rave about Guardians 2, a movie that's like what four or five years old now? No, you're here to rant about a movie that's four 
24 years old. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. So. Damn straight. At least that was quality. On that note. Wow. We're going to take our second commercial break, and we'll be right back with our main topic. After these messages, we'll be right back. As Are you ready? Don, as Don runs away. No, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm just getting ready. Uh-oh. Get ready. We're talking about Blade. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's getting into character. He's All getting right, into character. Fine. This is not cool. <laughs> not cool. I know there's no <laughs> video, but... <laughs> for those Down who are ready. listening... Okay, we're back. Yeah. And for those listening wait, wait, wait. on audio... 8-Bit, what are you saying? Don's not looking like Blade. He's looking like fucking Silent Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Nice. So, 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 so for those listening, Don ran out... And came back with a, a black leather trench coat on and a sword in his hand so that he could talk oh, about this 19, 1998 yeah. movie, Blade, starring Wesley Snipes. All right. So let's see. What was I doing here? Bring up. So yeah, Sorry, let's the see. Power of the trench coat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 1998, $45 million budget, made $131 million at the box office. So first Marvel hit movie. Done right before The Matrix. It was The Matrix before The Matrix. Yes. No music, fights. Yeah. Written Dark by Mother. Which David I take Squire. umbrage with because I bought this trench coat because of Blade, but everybody assumed it was because of Matrix. So no. Directed by yeah. Stephen Norrington. Written by David S. Goyer, of course, based on Blade by Marvel Comics. And let's get into this. Yeah, starring Wesley Snipes, mm -hmm. Stephen Dorff, Kirk Christopherson. So I think uh, Tracy Lord's like one of the main one of the, the main credits, and she was only in like the first few minutes. Yeah. So so let's 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 we've talked about obviously the last time we were all together, we talked about Batman and Robin, the movie that nearly destroyed all superhero movies at that point but luckily at the same time a little low budget marvel movie was being made that was blade it came out the net the very next year it came out in august and was a huge success for marvel basically saved the company at that point yeah so, they were in bankruptcy yeah yeah and then blade came out and kept that boat afloat all the way to the disney money baby yeah. yep so you can thank you can get on your hands and knees and thank wesley snipes for saving marvel or otherwise, we might have nothing but DC movies. <laughs> all right. So, obviously, we all saw this movie when it came out. Yeah. We all loved it. Then we come back 24 years later and watch it again. I, I have to admit, I haven't watched it in a while. Mm -hmm. And I watched it today before we record it. And I'm just kind of curious. Does everyone feel that it holds up? Absolutely. The only part, yeah. right, the only part I don't feel holds up, but it really didn't take me out of it, were some of the effects. Outside of okay. that. It held up to me. Yeah, if if you knew the effects that they were originally going to use at the end, that they they the uh, tested, God, yeah. the audience tested, and they they threw it out just before they released the movie, and and just took it out and let and, and put in a regular fight scene at the end, like wow, yeah, it we well like we're talking Spawn type graphic, only worse. So uh, so, so yeah, it, it was, but it I think it held. I think it held up. It's still the most 90s movies that ever 90 did the 90s yeah i was gonna <laughs> yes that's what I was, that's what i was gonna say it's a very 90s action movie like it doesn't feel like a comic book movie yeah you get those those action movies where like people are shooting on a street and you see all the background people that are all the background secondary characters are just walking around like nothing's happening you know yeah it's like a lot of that's like yes 
a lot of one-liners from Wesley Snipes. A lot of one-liners. Yeah, like, at, least, at least he was uh, conscious for this one. So we'll, we'll eventually get to Trinity, but let's let's start with this movie. We don't have to get to Trinity. We never really have to get to Trinity. I'm going to agree with John on that. Do we really have to do Trinity? <laughs> yes, because Trinity is what helped bring Ryan Reynolds into the MCU. That's true. That's true. <laughs> with, I think no. Nah. We'll, we'll get to it eventually, but the, the term thunder cunt, I think, sealed the deal on that one. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, uh, my talk God. about one-liners. Do you think the one-liners were bad in this movie? Oh, dear God, no. <laughs> you notice no. Triple H was never in any other movies. Yeah, he um, was. He was in that, 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 what was it, like a babysitter movie or something? Yeah, with the big show, I think it was, or something. I can't remember what. It's that yeah, to forgive me, I was not aware that Triple H and the Big Show were in a movie together. That is <laughs> pretty sure it was. About babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> About babysitting, right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, go ahead, Dave. But I, 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 just, I, I'll always re- I'll always remember Blade because I had to pay a homeless guy money to get me to get a ticket because I was only 13. Couldn't, oh get into a rate, couldn't get into a rate. Yeah, we're not all that old. So I had to <laughs> pay the guy. So I had to pay the guy to get me a ticket to get into Blade. So that's how I always remember Blade. 13 years old, slipping a guy a fiber. And yeah, that, that, I enjoyed I, myself. I will say that too. If this, if Blade had been made today, Disney or not, I think they would have just cut back on the violence a little bit and it would have been a PG-13 movie. Well, And now, the guy getting a blowjob. Here, here, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, here's, here's, here's the thing that you guys, where did you see it? Because I had trouble finding it, and I finally found it on Peacock because everything else wanted me to pay for it. And it's one of the few DVDs I don't have in my collection. But it's even still, on, yeah, so, I, I, sh- I should probably get it. But so, the thing is, so, on Peacock, it was still cut up on, on, so, on Peacock. So, 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 John. They blanked um, out a lot of the swearing. And stuff. Did they? I, don't, I watched it on they, Peacock. They, yeah, there was, there was one or two times when he said, mother effer. And and so, they just so. they just left the audio out. And you know what? I didn't notice that. But but I will say that John, that made me hate your company. I mean, <laughs> the company that owns Peacock uh, even more because I, now I'm one of those that as an Xfinity customer, so we get Peacock for free, pre premium. We're supposed to get for free, and I go and I watch the movie, and there's commercials in it anyway, and I'm like, what the hell's the point of premium? If they're going to put commercials in it. I cannot comment on anything having to do <laughs> with uh, Peacock. Oh, see, I rented stupid it. decision to put commercials in. Uh, oh, I see, I comment. rented it on Amazon, so I didn't experience any of that. Yeah, I exactly. pulled out the Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm I, almost, the Blu-ray I, right now, I almost rented it on Amazon. I'm like, well, wait, that's right. I can get Peacock. Let me just download it and try this app. It's the first time I did it. Probably will be the last time I do it. And then I kept giving commercials for this. I can't remember the name of the company. It's a cellular thing. And it made me hate the company. A U.S. cellular. No, no, no. It was like it was a couple were married and they said like they were talking text and they got married. And then they went on the family plan to save money because it made sense. And then they said, and we kept growing our family plan. They show all these kids. And then and then the wife goes, and then yesterday my sister told me about, and I can't, the, whatever the company, she's like, I only pay twenty one ninety five. So it was like get family plan pricing without the family, and it was just like really, that's the angle you want to go for. 
And we plan pricing. Now back to bar blood and guts and yes, people getting exactly. cut in half. Yes. Well, that's the other thing. It always makes me laugh when you when you see the commercials for like like oh, I don't know, like a medicine that'll cure up your irritable bowel syndrome or something. <laughs> but, the, but then they go but then they go through all the side effects and like will cause anal rupturing and all kinds of things like that. But you see like a guy picking up a kid in the background, swinging him around all happy. Oh. <laughs> like, you know, if your asshole was ripping, you wouldn't be tossing a baby. This is true. <laughs> so all right. I, I guess we all liked the, we all liked the movie because we're, we're ripping on the commercials now. <laughs> all right. So, so let's, <laughs> Let's let's talk about Blade. I, it's it's I will say this. It's an interesting movie in the fact that like it's a quote unquote comic book movie. It's a superhero movie. But what's the one thing that we don't really get in this movie that you get in every first superhero movie? You don't really an get origin. an origin. You don't need it. You're yeah. going in blind. The, okay, mm -hmm. the, the opening scene of Blade, you don't need an origin story to set up that this is a bad motherfucker. Okay, yeah. he walks in and kills the entire room of vamps. Well, actually, the opening scene is his mother giving birth to him and dying. There's her but origin. Then, Are you going to complain? No, no, I'm saying, <laughs> like, but that's like, 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 that's it. Do, and then we flash want, forward to today. The, do, you, do you want the Batmanisms? Do you want to go through, you know, Martha no. dying? Okay. Well, because let's face it, the reason why this movie was successful in 1998 had nothing to do with the fact that he was a superhero or that it was a comic character. This was in the 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 middle of vampire, mm. and this is essentially a vampire True. movie. Yeah, you know Tracy Lords, right? That's the, after yeah, we see him, after we see him birth, then we get to see Tracy Lords take some guy to the you know whatever bloodbath, dance club, whatever you want to call the it. Mo the, the most idiotic, stupid person who ever lived, seeing bodies in, in bags being moved around and still following her yeah. into the slaughterhouse. <laughs> I mean, Tracy Lords was hot, but yeah, come on now. So yeah, I mean, it's a vampire movie, and that that's why I think. It ultimately connected with the greater audience. I can clearly, this movie is very special to me. I can still remember I worked at uh, Country Kitchen and me and some other comic book geeks were in the back talking, about, hey, did you hear they're going to do a Blade movie? Oh man, are they actually going to do good? This was my very first DVD. Like I oh, paid wow. 1500 bucks for my DVD player and the first DVD I bought was Blade which was cool because DVDs, unlike Blu-rays, have these cool extras. And I remember they had these extras that described all the different vampire glyphs and factions, which they just kind of did away with in the sequels, but whatever. You know, it went through every of the, the vampire clans, and these are based on magic, and these are based on being wolves and stuff like that. So very, very special to me for, for a lot of reasons. Obviously, saw it in theater, again, first DVD. And it was just kick ass, man. Like I, I still watch it pretty regularly. And it has the, uh, the plastic snap case, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, maybe I'm just reminiscing a time before Wesley Snipes, you know, became enthralled in some tax uh, <laughs> evasion. Not sure. Hope we cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he was filming Blade Trinity, he was sneaking into the country to film his scenes. That's yeah. why he's not in it that much. Fun fact for you: for a couple of weeks from now, when we do Blade Trinity. <laughs> there are there are a lot of stories about him what's what's the guy's name who was on shoot in in blade trinity the comedian who was also in mst keith and a few others i forget it got pop couple i forget what his name is they, they, they there there are stories that this, that he was on a show he was telling about how how they were passing notes around on post-its 
like he would he and he would sign them blade because mm. he was blade he told everybody he had to be called blade and he, he would he, he would pass notes to the director on post-its he wouldn't talk to him i i really wish that he would have acted like blade in that movie i do <laughs> <laughs> he was bombed out of his skull that entire movie all right but we're not talking about that one yet all right <laughs> Patton oswald that's it Patton oswald was oh okay okay so let's see what's what else can we talk about oh so let's talk about also some of the things interesting things this movie brought us like uh whistler so whistler was a, not a character from the comics he was actually originally introduced in the spider-man animated series in 95 they liked the character so much they used him in this movie and then he was brought into the comics. Yeah. Nice using Chris Christopherson to bring that character alive. That kind of worked. That yes. worked really good. Yeah. Which I mean, am I wrong? Is he the first man in the chair for a comic book character in in live action? In live action? I mean, I guess you could say Alfred was for Batman, but yeah, and I don't know if Whistler's more of a man in, in the chair more than he's the man that kind of gives him the arms. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's the same thing. He's the armorer. That's He's smart. more of the armorer, right, than than a man in the chair cuz he True. He wasn't Well, he is a, he's savvy. a lot he's a lot he's a lot more active in the second one, but he does have a couple of scenes in this one, especially when they break into the uh to the garage to the hideout mm-hmm. and then they end up torturing him to death, but he did, you know, try to defend her. True, and then he does save them when they're at the, in the the archive. In the train station, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. So he's so he's not exactly a man in a chair, but the no. armor, yeah, I can see that. Okay, and I'm glad but, they really they gave him they gave him a backstory too because they didn't really go right. too much into it in the animated series, but they really oh. kind of fleshed it out here with his you know his kids and his wife getting turned and all that shit. They so he, I mean they did very no, sympathetic character. Yeah, yeah John. No, you're 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 absolutely right. That the one thing is, think about what you just said. His his kids, his both his daughters were turned. Well, in Blade Three, isn't that Whistler's daughter? Yes. Uh, no, they 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 say in that that he found her later. Oh. So that wasn't. Yeah, he had like That's a legitimate a, child. A quick retcon, then. Okay. Of course, you got to get Jessica Biel in there somehow. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, right. She was she she was popular. That was when. She got kicked off Seventh Heaven because she was too she was doing risque things and they didn't want her on that show anymore. Right. So they picked her up for this before right, keep... Paris Hilton made that fashionable. Yeah, but it, you know that was that was a I thought a cool thing. One of the things too, I I've heard a couple times, and I don't know how true this is, and I don't know if anyone here has any way to back this up that originally they wanted Dracula to be the the protagonist in this, but they for some reason they couldn't do it like they couldn't get the rights for the marvel version oh for some reason. okay so well they dodged a bullet because look what happened when they did bring him on so then they got <laughs> they got deacon frost to be the main villain in this uh movie what do we think of what do we think of deacon frost in this movie completely offset from the character that he was in the comics i mean it's not even the same character but i, I like this this steven dwarf character a lot more than the comic steven dwarf so if they ever brought back Deacon Frost, I would hope that it would be more like the movie version. Huh. huh. I've I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say that before, but you know that's I liked Steven Dorf as Deacon Frost. I thought he was just an arrogant little pompous little bitch. But Me- he made good on his word and he, he got all the power, even though he fucked it up in the end. But I mean, he's a man of his word. Everything that he said that he was gonna do in that movie, he did. It makes you that wonder- is true. Makes you wonder how he's bossing around all of the pure blood vampires, right? Like, 
Weren't the pure yeah. blood vampires supposed to be stronger, and yet they they just they acted like that's a bunch what of I, chickens? Right. That's what I never got. There was a whole council of pure blood heads of all the clans, and other than yell at him a little bit, they didn't do anything, and he ends up murdering them. Like and, I didn't quite and, get and, that. And that was one of the best scenes in the entire movie when he like takes them up to the daylight, and they're all in their yeah. biker gear and stuff like that. That's a great scene, man. The lighting and just the effects, and oh, I just yeah. love it, man. It's timeless. Man. Yeah, love it. So, Amazing that they they had SPF three thousand. Uh, yeah, too. <laughs> Tinted visors, man. Yeah, no, leathers. No, sun can't penetrate. No, I know what John's <laughs> talking about. We'll get to that in a minute. But here's a oh, question: I've always wondered, did they pick Stephen Dorff to play uh, Frost because he kind of looks like Kiefer Sutherland, especially in that movie? Interesting. You know, I never thought about that. I thought they just you know, picked Kiefer him because Sutherland he's just like a '90s a dude. But hmm. Kiefer Sutherland had a mullet, in Lost Boys. What are we talking about here? <laughs> but in the face though i get what he's saying in the face he does okay okay yeah okay okay yeah i can see that he's got that, that light mouth makeup thing going yeah yep he was angrier lost boys with a higher budget and you gotta remember this is this is what 15 years later yeah 12 or 13 yeah it's uh lost boys was 85 80 yeah okay this is 98 so yeah 13 years, so, years later. the woman in in this movie i mean so kind of seems like she's forgettable we haven't talked about her at all yet i don't, uh, I don't even see her name nabushi as right far as the actors nabushi right she is only she is only in the movie to humanize blade to yeah, make you yeah. so he's not so he's not full vampire fury so you right. got this one that reminds him of his mother you know you got a younger black woman you know you know bushy black hair you know it looks just like his mom so it's gonna make him feel a certain way. That's why he, I think that's why he saved her in the first place, right? Because he had a flashback to his mom. Yeah, so, yeah, he had a, yeah. He had a flashbacks to his birth because we all have those. Yeah, because right. we we remember that. Right. <laughs> See, um, we did get an origin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you did, you did. But you're right, like because she doesn't. Obviously, she's not a love interest, you know. Where which is weird because your typical '90s action movie, right? The, the female lead will become the love interest. But um, she did provide the the weapon that saved the day at the end, you know? Yes, yes, she did. Yeah, she figured out the, right, the blood expander, whatever you want to call it, the blue liquid. Yeah, the hemoglobin, or no, anticoagulating. Yeah, the anticoagulant that had an energetic a reaction to, to, to vampire blood. Vampire blood. Yep. Yes, yes, because... They notice they don't ever explain how vampirism works. They just say call it a disease or a or a virus. But I, I didn't like when their heads blew up though. I thought that was a little cringy. You know, but it's nineteen ninety eight. I get it. Yeah. But but when they blow up and all that blood he's walking away and all that blood's just going like side to side on the camera is a masterful shot. I absolutely love that shot. And we've got the Buffy the Vampire Slayer type vampires where you know, it's really nice that they clean up after themselves and and just yeah. you know dust when they when you kill yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's how they got away with a lot of the kills that they did get away with. Yeah, because they didn't have the blood and guts it all over the place. It's, yep. It's also like a very convenient plot device in the fact that like he can go into a place and kill a hundred vampires, and there's no bodies to have to explain. Hmm. Exactly. You know, the only reason they had a body is because he burned the one at the beginning of the movie that ends up not killing the vampire and uh, that's triple h right 
No, that's the third one. No, this no, is no, um, no, no. That's right. That's right. Triple H is in the third one. That's, he uh, burns up Pearl with the uh, ultraviolet light. That big. No, fat... no, no. We're talking about we're talking about the henchman that was getting the blow. Do- Donald Logue Quinn. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's he it. Lost his that fucking. Was the... <laughs> he has what, what... been in so much, so many things over the years. Wow, he's yeah, such but... a good character actor. How much plot armor did that guy have that Blade Tons. just did not dust him? Like sure. in the first scene, like he just gave. Oh, you, you can go wait, ahead, and okay. he causes another problem. And you, oh, you he thought he what, did kill him, him, though. He was black and crispy. I mean, he did kind of pop. I didn't. Well, if he thought that he killed him, if if he thought that he killed him, he wouldn't have went to the hospital to finish him off. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and Blade, and if you notice, Blade has a thing in the first, at least in the first and the second one, where he toys with a vampire. Because remember the vampire in part two, the fat guy, uh, the yeah. bald guy with the long hair. And then he catches up to him. He lets him go in the beginning, and then he catches up to him at the end of the movie. And then yes. he finally does. It. Yeah, but let's. So he kind of like toys with his. He's a big cat. Let's 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 be honest here. The most '90s action scene is when he kills him at the end of the movie. He cuts off his head and then catches his sunglasses. Yeah, oh, and and then the techno music starts, and then you uh-huh. know that it's, then you know he's gotten serious. And now it's game on, because he puts his sunglasses back on, and he's it, ready to kick vampire butt. Somebody, In anime, that's when you go to your second form. What? Somebody cues Sandstorm. Yep. So, <laughs> so you just said it, John, and that's my question. Is it me, or was the director heavily influenced by anime with some of these fight sequences, especially nah, at the I end? Don't... I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. He had it, some it was, sort of. It was very of, Americanized. Yeah. It, it was, but I mean, remember when he goes into that club uh, before he finds Pearl and they've got the Japanese schoolgirls rapping, which is actually kind of a beat. I still, a YouTube Japanese schoolgirl rap and there it is. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You gotta, I got you, gotta, some, you gotta be really careful how you spell some things, man. You gotta be real careful. I understand. <laughs> I, I've made mistakes before. <laughs> I've had to explain to my wife some things. Oh my god! <laughs> one one wrong letter. Anyway, again again nineties. Ni- and the other thing about those fight scenes is like, yes, the hedge the henchmen were very well trained. They only attacked one at a time. Right. Well, yeah, yeah but that's that's yeah, they all respect, those movies. They respect the way of the samurai. Very honorable. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of. There's definitely a lot of Bushido. There's a, there's a <laughs> lot of samurai type themes in this movie too. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But yeah, like I don't know. I just kind of felt that way, especially in the in the final fight. The 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 sped up stuff. The like he he would chop someone and then turn around and look at you know he's standing there holding the sword, looking at the camera. And the people are dying behind him or oh, yeah. turning into dust oh, behind him. And and the trench coat twirls, I mean, are just fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Oh, not as good as uh, Book of Boba. Hey. Fair what? enough. <laughs> there were trench coat twirls in Book of Boba Fett. Oh. Well, no, there wasn't was a, a trench coat. coat. <laughs> it was the guy that was, was holding a black chrysanthemum, and then uh, the, they got attacked, and he did his little twirl. And but he had a jacket. Yes, yeah. he did. Yes, he did. I he, totally he forgot about that. He was channeling his inner blade. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, yes. Okay, and then then let's let's also talk about sunblock 3000 okay fine they take the one vampire to the beach and they all have motorcycle gear and motorcycle helmets on for the sunrise but then two scenes later he's out confronting like a scene that also just felt like it it, it was edited in like out of nowhere he's 
to him and Blade are having that conversation in the park during the daylight, and he's just standing there because he's wearing yeah. sunblock. Like, yeah, uh-huh. you know what else doesn't make sense is that your eyeballs are organic and they get hit with UV rays, same as the rest of your body. I thought uh-huh. the same did he, thing. Did, did he put sunblock on his eyeballs? No, he didn't. He couldn't have, yeah. right? I thought yeah. the same thing. Like, yeah. like, why wasn't he wearing a? Like, why didn't they have him in the motorcycle gear for that scene? Like, it would have just—I would have been fine with like, that. Did he? Did he scrub it into his scalp, like every microfiber? Yeah. Right, oh. or or at least have sunglasses on. <laughs> oh, oh, and not to mention the fact that you know you've got a guy who looks like he's armed to the teeth and and you know dangerous and ready to kill. You got another guy who's holding a little girl up by her neck. And people are just walking around in the background. Oh, well, well that's nice yeah. it's like <laughs> such a nineties thing. Yeah, or, it's, or, yeah, it's or 90s. you can get away with it. Or a New York City thing. I mean, you know, yeah. People just walk by crimes going on all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Elmo attacking <laughs> Katniss on 42nd Street. And it's like <laughs> I know. I, I've seen Jason Takes Manhattan. I know how New York really is. Oh my god. <laughs> god, that movie. <laughs> He was only they in Manhattan really, for like five minutes of that movie. They, they really went out of their way in that movie to make New York just seem like a complete shithole. Heroin yeah. addicts, toxic waste in the streets. Oh, my God. <laughs> so outrageous. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yep. So, so yeah. I mean, but like I will say, other than, other than a couple little nitpicky things like that scene, I think it's it's still well done vampire superhero movie. Like you can't really fault yeah, it to me the most egregious plot contrivance is his mother being alive still in yeah oh, oh that does feel forced his girlfriend yeah yeah it's like, oh, you gotta on. you gotta bring him down somehow. and his mother would have been the ultimate thing to you know make him take his attention away for one second and then they get to jump on him because we need that yeah. third scene man we need that we need that final scene true yeah, but there was a time where it looked like Tracy Lords had taken over writing the, the script because the mother was acting not like quite a mother in one of those scenes there. Not at all. And uh well, but she is she says she's not the same person anymore. She said she became true. a vampire and enjoyed it. So yeah, so screw genetics, right? No, but yeah, I mean, you know well, how would she know? She didn't even raise Blade, she had the baby. Yeah, but but also she, she never knew Blade, so who cares? True, but all, all she did provide was like one second of distraction so they could come up behind him with the with the tasers. That was it. Otherwise, she she contributed nothing to this. Yeah, you know. And how does Blade remember things as a baby? <laughs> it's just one like of his being like being man. born. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't think anyone remembers being. Born. I could be wrong. And I, don't, that, I don't. Wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to remember coming out of my mother. Well, unless you're Moira McTaggart. I am going to <laughs> X Men Deep Cut. I will put that out to the audience. If anyone actually has memories of their birth, let us know in the comments down below. All right. Uh, <laughs> and be sure to comment so I can block you because I don't want to hear about that experience. <laughs> right, because right, you were obviously disturbed, if you can remember. <laughs> Nothing good will come from interaction with you. So please self-identify yourself oh my so we God. can just nip it in the bud. Wow! To nip it in the bud. Oh my God! <laughs> that coming from a guy with a blade sword and a trench coat. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, you're judging people. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Oh, I, it's ridiculous. Yes. All right. So, and then, okay. I will ask one other question. Plot to plot, plot wise here, the doctor comes up with a cure for herself, uh-huh. 
and then tells Whistler that she doesn't believe it'll work on Blade because he was born a vampire. Uh-huh. It would only work on someone who was infected. Then at the end of the movie, right. she says she can cure him, but it would take away all his powers. And then he's like, you know, he goes, oh, well, keep your cure. There's still a war to fight. Like, but they never established Damn. that it could cure him. Like it just, it felt, again, one of those weird things. It kind of felt forced. And it's like, I get why they did it, but it's like, they should have established at some point that it actually could cure him, but they never did. No, 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 no. Why, why would, why would he want to be cured? No, I'm not saying he wanted to be cured. I'm saying it was odd that like, it felt like she they said that, skipped she over said it. That with more time and research or whatever, she, that she could cure him. Right. Yeah. But then they made it seem like she had the cure at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I can look past it. It's very, very minor. I mean, it was their yeah. first, it was their first go at a, they didn't have plans on, they, didn't, they didn't have plans on a sequel no know? i don't think they That's, did they left it pretty closed off you know it's not like the matrix where he flies off and then they go to fight the war and all that crazy crap that happened in those movies but other than uh, other than what would nowadays probably be a post credit scene absolutely. Uh, with him showing up in moscow but that's they used to do those those tags at the end of a movie in the 80s and 90s where they show him continuing on as the superhero this time is in Moscow at a vampire safe house. So yeah, look at looking for whistling. Right. Or did he just move on? That no wait, because in the second one they kind of retconned that and said that he, he was he looking for whistler right, right, the whole yeah. time. Right. Yes. But in yes. in this one, it's like he just went to Russia. Like that was the next stop. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just to show they him, no, they had no plans on this at all. Right. Right. Just the idea was he was still out there hunting vampires. That was it. But yeah. Then, then they got a sequel, and then they got a second sequel. That maybe. But why Blade? Why Blade of all characters, though? Maybe it was the cheapest to produce. Wesley uh, had, I know Wesley was a vampire. Sykes loved Wesley Sykes vampire. absolutely loved the character growing up. He read all the comics growing up, so he he had an affinity for the character. So, so I, I think get that when you when you look at the history of Marvel movies, like anyone who knows the history of the Spider-Man franchise movie-wise, like. That was in Wright's hell for a long time. Like they wanted to make a Spider-Man movie around the same time Batman 89 came out, but like it was bought and sold to a bunch of different companies over the years until it ended up at a Sony. And I think that everyone thought X-Men was too, yeah, too, too ambitious, special effects wise. So I think, yeah, I think Blade was low budget. It's not a character anyone like would have been upset if they got wrong on the big screen. And and finally, it was like you guys said it. It was vampire hysteria at that time, right? You had uh, what was it? The Vampire Diaries, or not Vampire Diaries? Interview with the Vampire. Interview with the Vampire. Bram Stoker's um, Dracula. Bram Stoker, Dracula. Right. Was that, yeah, bef- uh, that was before True Blood and all that stuff, right? Like, yeah, true, oh, that's yeah, way before. Right, and then and, and then that launched True Blood and and that stuff on HBO and and whatnot and Underworld Dr- came later. Yeah, Dracula, Underworld. Dracula, Dracula, two thousand. Yeah, shitty sequels. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, at one at one, I'm reading some notes that I found here. At one point, the studio asked if Blade could be white. This isn't uh. 2022. That wasn't 20. That that's 1998. That's not 2022. Yeah, I know, right? No, well, right. it's it's like it was new. It was new line. They wanted to do something almost as a spoof before the writer convinced them otherwise. Oh yeah, uh-huh. that's that's absolutely true because Robert Shea didn't really have a lot of faith in black actors. That's interesting. That's, Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you could never get away with 
that today. If someone said that today, they would probably just be fired. So, yeah. Wow. But weird. Well, yeah. But I mean, Wesley Snipes was hot at the time. So, like, like why you wouldn't want him in a movie? It would be ridiculous. Right. We, We still have a problem these days with not casting ethnic roles with people of that ethnicity though right like we still have the whitewashing issue kind oh of. absolutely yeah but you it's not hear, you should hear that you should hear the uproar for Ivor Salva as uh james bond it, it's crazy how many people would hate the idea of it it's yeah. crazy even though he'd be probably freaking awesome yes he uh, would yeah but i mean that's that's a different story i but i i mean john trait and i don't think it's as it's as it's as it's funny i don't think it's as bad as it used to be but i think when it does happen now it becomes more obvious right because because we've gotten better at it where like obviously scarlett johansson in uh ghost in the shell is probably the most egregious example of that in recent history but uh, yeah they're an egyptian movie recently or i don't know oh, i don't recently anymore, yeah it but... was the mummy with tom cruise oh yeah. god no no <laughs> original mummy sorry brendan Fraser is my hero no are you talking about the there was another one, Gods of Egypt or some shit. Yeah, oh, Gods yeah. of Egypt. Yeah, no, that's a fun romp. That's not really a mummy movie or anything. It's just a, it's it's Gods of Egypt is is just a fun movie to have on in the background or you know it's a good for a, what was the movie life. that wait what was the movie that Gal Gadot just got cast in and people were complaining Cleopatra? about Cleopatra right I think in Cleopatra yeah was no Cle- I mean. It's pretty but crazy that we're still dealing with that. Like we're still dealing with like, you know, all the old Bible movies that had, you know, Middle Eastern people in it, but just as white as but you she is be. she is Israeli. Like she is Israeli, yes. So she is of <laughs> Middle is, Eastern. She is from that region. So it's like weird to say. Like, yeah, I no. think yeah, I think there's a little hypersensitivity to it. I mean, I totally get it. If you're gonna have a movie set in Egypt, have some, you know. Let, let's get the ethnicity right but yeah that's she she can she could pass for i don't want to offend anybody i'm just going to shut up because <laughs> 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 I, I know we're big and i know superhero speak here is big in qatar oh so yeah wanna, huge huge i don't want to and i know middle eastern don't exactly like israelis so i don't want to sorry i'm already too deep you're gonna get us uh you're gonna get us banned in guitar man yeah, i get the one that's good for your back because you know you're doing a lot of digging. right <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> continually all right all right all right let's get back to blade all right thank god wesley snipes was the star and and yes was there any other choice at the time there were there there was a choice lawrence fish michael john white no uh, yeah denzel washington and and lawrence fishburne were floated get the fuck right what but the reason why that's asinine though is because like wesley snipes at this point in his career was like an actual martial artist like an actual yeah. like top tier martial yeah. artist like i remember back then my list was uh jet lee steven seagal and then third place was i uh, was wesley snipes obviously before we start to learn that steven seagal is just crazy and yeah he's one oh of those people. i've seen some of his i've seen a lot of his modern videos and they are hilarious so demonstration are. <laughs> in a very sad way but yeah and what i'll say for like Lawrence Fishburne or Denzel Washington, like, you know, and at least until the matrix, I don't think I've thought of Lawrence Fishburne as an action star at all. Action well, guy, no, not at all. I mean, could, well, you uh, see, could you see early, like, okay, think yeah. about this. If Lawrence Fishburne would have been Blade and it, it might've bombed, it might not have, who knows, but would he have gotten that role in the matrix and changed Hollywood forever? 
little right. butterfly effect. Yeah, no, exactly. And then the other Wesley aspect Snipes is like been more again, no no offense to oh, Wesley God. Snipes, <laughs> but like he was an action action star and it's a lot of one liners. Like, think about it. He he doesn't have a lot of dialogue in the movie. It's more about the action aspect of it. Where actors like Lawrence Fishburne and, and Denzel Washington, you think of them as acting. I mean, what was the, the the one of the biggest movies in the '90s for Denzel Washington was Philadelphia. You know mm-hmm. what I'm yeah. saying? Now put that guy in Blade, it just doesn't work. Yeah. You know? Well, the writer David S. Goyer, he's the one who pushed it for for Snipes, and yeah. that sounds like it was like a was it a Princess Bride thing where the guy who wrote Princess Bride was always uh, always had Andre the Giant in mind when he wrote that part. This might have been David Escoyer saying, "Yeah, this I, I I just saw Snipes in a movie. I'm going to put him in it in this." It was you probably know, Demolition well, Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you got to you got to think about it yeah. like this too. Is uh, Blade if it if it didn't succeed, right? Okay, so you okay. So let me take that back. So you bring in Wesley Snipes, right? That's a big name. It's going to make your money back, so it won't fail. Even right. if people don't know, even if people don't know who Blade is. They're not comic guys. That they're not like us, but they're still going to go see it because it's Wesley Snipes. So it's still mm-hmm. going to make that money back, and you're cap and you're capturing vampire mania right now. Perfect setup, perfect actor, perfect time, perfect place for Blade. I think if they would have released Blade in the X Men 2000 era, I think it would have failed. Hmm. Yeah, I mean uh, during that time we were big on the monochromatic wardrobe because in the in the 90s we had balls man once we crossed that millennium threshold we I, lost we, we we shrunk down true pg meant pg back then and pg-13 meant meant r back then yeah you know? yeah i don't know it would have been a different the, i think it would have been a different movie just coming out five six years later i honestly do okay I don't imagine, know if it was, if, imagine if new line wouldn't have gotten a hold of this movie oh true right? new and, 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 they, and they're they're known for their R features. Like that's their thing. Right. R and everything was their gig. So imagine Fox or whoever getting the, the, the rights to blade. Can you imagine how watered down and just tainted yeah. it would be? It, it would have yeah. definitely had a lighter tone. Right. And, and it would not have been taken seriously by the comic yeah. book crowd or the P vampire crowd. Yeah. Yep. Now. All right. Now that you just said something, I, I have to check something or, or maybe one of you guys know. Who owns New Line currently? Oh God, the the music uh, hasn't stopped on that one yet. Like you know, geez, the the sheer number of New Line went bankrupt with what was that movie called? The Golden Compass. They put so much. They wanted it to be the next yeah. Lord of the Rings. They invested so much money into it and sunk the company. Oh, they were horrible. It, that was horrible. Yeah, Warner has them now. Warner, okay. Yeah, Warner Brothers. Makes sense. Yep, Warner Media. Hmm. Interesting. There you go. Interesting. No, because uh, Warner, uh, Warner the, Brothers it, owns Freddie and Jason now. That's crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> gonna say that's that is weird. But Come, coming um, next season on the Animaniacs. Okay, right? I, I, for some reason I thought Disney owned New Line at this point, but because Disney owns everything, so Most that's even a more interesting. Media company. That's even more interesting because, like, if they had never, if the rights had never reverted back to Marvel. Warner Brothers would own Blade right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. That's a weird thought. But they didn't touch the character after Blade 3. They were like, we're done. Yeah. Thank God. Because could you Other imagine? A TV show. 
which was actually decent. Can you imagine that that legal battle to get With Blade back Sticky from Fingers? Sticky Fingers is Blade on the on the Blade TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a rapper. Yeah, oh my I know. God. I know. He was in Onyx. I, I know who he is. I don't Man, think I ever. Did. I don't think I ever saw the show. I never saw it. It's, it's, on, it's on. It's on Tubi right now, Kurt. Okay. At least, at least it was. I'm not sure now. I'll have to... The last time I checked, it was. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's a whole one season. I will look on like, Tubi. Only one season. Episode, yeah, yeah. yeah. One season. And the first episode is the length of a movie. So enjoy that. I remember when the show, right before the show premiered, being at the comic book convention in Philadelphia, Wizard World in Philadelphia, and like they had this huge booth and display set up promoting the show. They were giving out bags that said Blade people. They had like dancers and stuff. It was just like all this crazy promotion for it you know and then yeah it lasted one season and it was gone it was like hmm no wow. one's watching it but i think it was on one of those off channels wasn't it when it came out i uh, say it was on usa no i don't think it was usa i think it was like it was a sh- it was that one of those channels that was like geared was towards spike guys spike i think it was yes yeah it was spike so that makes sense yes like tv so in an alternate universe Blade became part of the DCEU. So, so yes or no? Is this the movie that is this the grandfather of the MCU? Absolutely. Yeah. It, I mean, it what, is. What, there's nothing else to point to. <laughs> I mean, again, you could find people who would Nick say, Fury. "Okay, it, yeah, <laughs> it was a vampire movie." <sighs> Nick Fury. But that movie never made it to the theaters. Doesn't matter. Oh my god. <laughs> Neither did Fantastic Four. Yep. Uh, you know, the Cor- the Corman one, which I one. love, by the way. I love the Corman Fantastic Four. But Nick Fury at least made it to D- to VCR back then. It, like, it was the a Fantastic- made-for-TV movie, yeah. It, yeah, the, fa- the Fantastic Four never made it anywhere. No, it was never released. You, you can, can watch the full thing on YouTube. I was about to say, you can find it. You can watch so, it. Sorry, sorry, Don, we went way off of your point. What was yeah, point? no, that's okay. Well, no, I just, I, I definitely think it is. I mean, it was credited as a, you know, based off of a Marvel character. I think that it just had the luck or at least good marketing of being a comic slash vampire movie that was successful. So I think that, yeah, people saw, hey, it's a comic book movie. It was taken seriously. It was successful. So maybe we can do this. Right, right exactly. And I think in all honesty, like without knowing they were doing it, they were kind of following the Marvel formula in the sense of like, it's a comic book movie, but it doesn't feel like a traditional superhero movie, right? Like if, if people who'd never heard of the comic watched this movie, they'd have no idea. They would just say it's a vampire movie. Right. Where yeah. like the idea of... Was that a, was that a benefit? Like I think it was. Knowing. I, I, I and, think if, if you, if you would have went into a movie going, oh, that's based on the Marvel comic character. Oh, I don't like comic books. I'm not a nerd. This is back in the 90s. This isn't before we took over the world. Right. I'm saying, so back then it's like, separate it. Don't mention that it's part of a comic. Well, it's, it, it, had, it had already started to shift because of the Batman movie, right? Like, like Batman, and the Batman movie had already happened. Yeah. The, the Batman and Robin had just happened, right? Like, yes. So, so, I mean, people were, I mean, that was already in the social consciousness. It just, I, th- I think it got soured a bit, but it wasn't like it was an alien idea that a comic movie couldn't be good because Batman and Batman Forever happened. So, right. you know, 
Yeah, well, you got Batman Forever. Was, you also a... got the Phantom. And remember that, yeah. Jim? That's not turning yeah. anyone on to superhero movies. That was not all... happening. Yeah. They also <laughs> made the Shadow. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was really smart marketing to separate church and state. Honestly, yeah. Like it brought in a whole different fan base. If you were a comic geek, you were still coming. If you were just an action junkie, a horror junkie, because it had horror elements in it. Mm-hmm. Very small, very subtle, but it was there. I mean, yeah, yeah it brought in a little. It brought in a little bit of every, a uh, little bit of everything for everybody, and it was shot really well. The dialogue wasn't the cringiest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's not true. the best by any means, but I mean, it's it's right. it's perfect for what it is. It, 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 right. It is like you guys said in the beginning. It's as nineties as nineties gets. Right. And right. I can appreciate that. But like, exactly. even where it goes wrong, though, it's right. Like, you remember that scene where like where Blade like shoots that person, and he's like. Like, yeah god how did that work? Scene. but yet yeah. i enjoyed it i was laughing yes i will say that that that's one of the only scene that's the only only things that wesley snipes does in the movie that where it's like huh okay <laughs> <laughs> well i mean yeah. you gotta show that he's enjoying what he yeah i guess so the only you know what the only thing i would say like special effects wise too the scene where he cuts frost in half and then the blood is is floating around and brings them back together I would love, yeah, it looks hmm. like jelly. I would love to see modern day special effects artists take that and cl- and clean it up and make it look re- more realistic for today. You know? Oh gods, what they could do with that today? Jeez. Yeah, exactly. They could actually make a cool looking blood god. Well, yeah, yeah. that's true too. They could have mm-hmm. done more than just have him put red contacts in and have blood <laughs> on his face. Yeah. <laughs> and I, so. I think it's I think it was kind of smart of them to kind of do a generic blood god. You know, something that yeah. we don't know, it's, it's not based around any comics or anything like that. They really did us, they re, I just, I'm realizing it now. They really did a good job of separating the action from the comics. Yeah. Well, and and they were also smart because, right, the original Blood God, the, the Blood Blob, like they were smart enough to be like, okay, this isn't going to work. Let, let's mm-hmm. let's let's keep it simple stupid and let's go with a you know steven dork first wesley snipe kung fu action like that's pretty smart of them because yeah. obviously they were trying to flex their muscle cgi wise but they were smart to be like okay this is too much this just isn't working right, so right. kudos to them yeah they, they well, got maybe the... maybe oh sorry maybe they didn't want to license another character like uh, like morbius or something like that maybe it would have cost too much I, I don't know what their budget was back then yeah, I don't know, and I, and I was about to, and I was thinking, well, maybe you can't because you can't make an action figure out of a blood god. But I, to, I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I did. I don't think they ever made blade action figures. Could, if they could, did, I've never seen one. Could you sell an action figure named Blood God in Toys Toys R Us? <laughs> I mean, like, so oh, he's like Transformers. Okay, there's Optimus Prime. That Blood God. I don't think I'm getting that for you. Yeah, yeah. So the. <laughs> That's the other thing. The budget was forty-five million, but like, how much went to Snipes, and how much Probably went about, to the special? I would say about eighteen to twenty went to Snipes. Right, and then how much actually went to the special effects budget? You know, plus plus Stephen Dorff was like a name at the time, so you're paying for right. him. Yeah. Well, and and again, the special effects—they're they're fooling around with CGI. It's it's brand new. Yeah. Uh, right. Right. And- at that at that point, there's like two guys in a in a studio on a computer doing this where today it's a team of artists working mm-hmm. on it yeah 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 they had they 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 did those graphics on a, like the 40 dx with the math coprocessor like you know <laughs> full 16 bit man 
an old <laughs> an old Mac Mac e, uh, what was the Apple two GS or Mac what? Mac two C or Mac two E? Yeah. What were the ones Apple that look? II. What were the ones that look like egg eggs shells? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Oh, with the different colors. E Mac. Was it yeah. EMAC or was that the original iMac? iMac. Yeah, the original iMac. iMac. Yes, they were doing on old on old iMacs. <laughs> but it, it, the blood thing, it may look like jelly, but it still looks better than most CGI in, in like horror movies these days when they use CGI blood. Like you can totally tell that yeah. it's CGI blood. This was a blood god, so it, it had to have some kind I, of physical form to right. it. Can't just well, again, blood spray. The, the, again the original the original ending that was the blood god he was just a fountain of blood and and the actor would pop out of it in different ways but then they did a test audience and the audience was like what the hell is my what what are why are my eyeballs burning and so they 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 dropped yeah. that real quick no i mean and it, it, it does make sense like he used a sword through the whole movie so have a sword fight at the end like it works yeah you know it's not bad at the end it's just yeah i will say this you don't ever get the feeling that he's totally outmatched though like so you know until he sees his until he sees his mom and he gets all boo-hoo and then yeah jump exactly that's the only time in the entire movie where he is not a badass but as soon as he gets as soon as he gets the feeding on her and he just you know does that roar it's on as soon as he yells frost at the top of his lungs it's on but but he was a techno yeah and 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 again like if he hadn't do ex machina the 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 was it the blood pathologist then the end would have been a lot different right like with without that coagulant serum he 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 wouldn't have won that fight so absolutely all right well unless anyone has something else they want to talk about or add i think more like a question okay more like okay so we're looking at it like Let's see, 1998, you know, however many years later. I don't think it's late. late. So does it still hold up X amount of years later? Do you guys think that it holds up compared to what we have today? I think, I think if, well, I think, A, A, if you take it as a product of the time and you like 90s action movies, it holds up in that regards. I think if it was made today within the MCU, there would be, it would be a very different movie. But yeah, like I could watch it again. Like in my my respect, yeah, it holds up. I, I think it kind of has like that Deadpool vibe. Like it's part of Marvel, but it's not part of Marvel. Right. I think that's where sure. Blade falls in. Yeah. Except that now they're bringing Blade into the MCU at the end of yes. the Eternals. That's true. It, it, but that's exactly why I guess I find myself not being super excited for it because I do like Blade outside of the MCU. Because as badass as Blade is, he ain't nothing when you put him up, you know, have him standed by Thor yeah. or Iron Man or pretty, you know, it's just, it's, it's, he is more of a street level hero to me, which I can't appreciate because I actually watched through the Daredevil series. I was like, okay, that's cool. Street level. He's still but better than Hawkeye thing. though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least yeah. he's got a healing factor and, and oh, strength. Oh man. <laughs> Poor Hawkeye. It's a badass hero click. Anyway, so I, I like I like him outside of the MCU. So we'll have I, I don't know. I'm really nervous to see what he's like in the MCU because I just I don't know. He can't Yeah, play. I agree. Just just to give a, a, a little bit of context here around like when we're doing our final thoughts on this movie. 1997, Batman and Robin came out, Justice League of America on TV, 
Men in Black, Spawn, Star Kid, Steel, and Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, and the 1998 <laughs> Batman Sub Zero, which is probably one uh, besides Max Mask of the Phantasm, one of the most unrate, underrated animated Batman movies of all time. And then Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, also came out in 1998 with Blade. So like there wasn't a whole. Wait a minute, that was 98. Yep, on TV. Oh, on TV. Maybe not the. That might not have been the movie. Just say Nick Fury came out in like 94 or five, didn't it? Man, now to the internets. <laughs> Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, 1998. I don't have it here on what? my list. I remember watching that on freaking Fox on regular TV before Mortal Kombat Annihilate, not Annihilation. Well, this this might. This yeah, that's to... the. That is the. That is the. David Hasselhoff the movie? movie. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, 19. Yeah. Same, same year. I thought, I thought that was much earlier too. Oh my God. Wow. But it came, well, it, that's because it, the writing was so bad. <laughs> well, it and was, it starred, uh, it starred the Hoff. I mean, come on. Pre, pre drunk David Hasselhoff on the floor eating a sandwich. Uh, oh, yes. God. yes. Yeah. So oh I man, don't thing. hassle the Hoff. <laughs> so I have another question. Do yeah. we get Wesley Snipes' blade in the multiverse of madness? Would you want to see it? Is he even cognizant I, now? I mean, I he's been through a lot, man. Well, he was, yeah, he, he was, was just in, in coming uh, to, America to America too. Yeah, so oh, yeah. Okay. and everyone and everyone loves his his performance in that movie. Like, yeah. If we're gonna yeah. get a professor, if we're gonna get a Patrick Stewart Professor X, and then fucking up the Illuminati, we might we might as well get might as well get a Wesley Snipes' blade. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. You know, I like continuity. It's, like that. It's an opportunity to like throw everything, even the kitchen sink, and like it doesn't even have to be a long cameo. They can just go through a universe and see Wesley Snipes running by in the Blade costume. That's give, it. That's give me all his, you need. Give me his one line. Give me his one. His most memorable line from the movie we're talking about today. Just let me hear. Some motherfuckers always got to ice skate uphill. Get uphill. <laughs> yep. Drop the mic. Be done. Yeah. Motherfucker, awesome. are you out your mind? Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, where the guy shoots him in the back. Oh, that was brilliant. That, that was, was so funny. Though, though, in an MCU movie, he would just say, "Some people always got to ice skate yeah, uphill." Yeah. <laughs> well, don't they get one fuck a movie or no? Yes, you can get one fuck in a in a PG thirteen. That's how that's how Wolverine's epic cameo in First Class happened. Uh huh. Yeah. God, I love that scene. You know, I, I'm glad Disney's running the MCU, but that's my one bone to pick is they really got to do rated R movies. Like we, Deadpool three's got to. They be are. R. They said it's going to be R. They said yeah. Deadpool three is going to be yeah, R. Straight straight to Hulu. Yeah, exactly. Well, it'll come out in the theaters first. Come on. Of course, of course. <laughs> and then go to Hulu. I just but want to see all I, those movies. When when Deadpool starts, I just want to see the 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 Cinderella castle come up and then Tinkerbell go over. Da 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 da. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> yeah, but they have, what they have to do is like redo it where like you know Tinkerbell flips off the audience. <laughs> I'd pay. It. That'd be worth the price of admission right there. Yeah, or pukes straight. on the castle. One or the other. <laughs> Oh, but we didn't talk about we didn't talk about one thing is that Blade was also in a non or a non Marvel property. He was uh, Wesley in uh, What We Do in the Shadows, but he was Blade because he was at the the Vampire Council. Oh. Did you ever see it? Wait a minute! No. Wait a minute! What, what, did what you say Wesley Snipes played this character? 
Yeah. It's Wesley Snipes as Wesley Snipes, but he was. I have to vampire. watch that show. Okay. I've got to watch it because we got Mark Hamill camo and making yeah. cameos on it. And now yep. Wesley Snipes. Is, okay. I got to. All right. I've never seen I was, it either. I, I, yeah. It, it, it seems funny. I really need to sit down two. and watch it. It's a, I forget the name of the, the title of the episode, but it's season two. And they all, they gather up like the big vampire council. And it's like all the famous vampires and Wesley Snipes is there. Well, he's on the, on the screen, but yeah, he makes a cameo as Blade. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta start using my daughter's Hulu account. I mean, I gotta get my own Hulu account and start watching some of this stuff. All right. <laughs> Let's, uh. You don't get the Disney plus Hulu bundle? That's what I got. That's no, what I got. My, my Verizon pays for all that. I, I use, I use my daughter's. I use my daughter's Disney Plus. She uses my Netflix. So, you know. Oh, absolutely. I got my parents' Netflix. I got somebody's Amazon. Absolutely. It all balances out in the end. And she uses my HBO Max. So, all right. But who's who's using the Peacock? No one, because it sucks. No one? All right. (laughs) I might have to because of this Bel Air show that my wife is now. uh, Oh, they kept kept showing ads for that while I was watching uh, this movie, too. So I don't know. I I saw like because I hadn't seen anything from it, and I saw the ad, and I'm like, this doesn't. This feels like it's it's not. It's, it's not a remake of the. It's a remake of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Is yeah. it? It feels more like it's a biop yeah. on on Will Smith, but kind of is kind of both. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't I don't have an interest. I'm sorry. Like, does that make me a bad person? Not at all. Okay. You're not missing anything. <laughs> it's not our demographic. All right. Well, let's 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 wrap this one up because I think I'm getting tired. <laughs> yeah, I think we beat this. I think we beat this into the ground. Yes, we I think beat anything into the ground. We love this. I think we, we have to savor I, this because think, you know we'll be doing something else soon that we don't don't want. <laughs> I think I think we're all saying the same thing. If if you've never seen this movie and you especially if you love the MCU, go. Watch it. You can watch it for free right now on Peacock. You can rent it on uh, Amazon Prime and go check it out because it's a it's a good movie and it does hold up. If you love Wesley Snipes, if you love 90s action movies, or if you love Marvel movies, just go watch it. All right. So anyone here got any recommendations for our audience out there? Ray, recommendations, final plug for Gorilla Brain Podcast? Yeah, you can catch the Gorilla Brain Podcast on any podcasting app that's out there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, it's out there. You can also catch me on Twitter at Gorilla Brain Pod, on Instagram at Gorilla Brain Podcast. My recommendation, my recommendation would be go watch me on Twitch every night. But uh, for for a media, I would say uh, I have been enthralled and reliving my childhood glory playing the Neo Geo Samurai Showdown collection. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's all five. It, it's Samurai Showdown one through five, and then they have five special, and then five perfect, which they redid and rebalanced the entire part five for modern gaming. So I've been going back and playing all the old Samurai Showdowns, and I've been having a blast, and I'm just giggly. I, I, I love it. It's my second favorite fighting game franchise ever. The first being King of Fighters. I love King of Fighters. They're never, and they just dropped a new King of Fighters, so I would recommend that too. But, uh, but playing the Samurai Showdown games brings back a lot of good memories. So I would say, you know, suck it up, Buttercup. Go out and get you that Geo <laughs> collection of Samurai Showdown and have yourself a ball. And a giggly Ray is a happy Ray. All right. 
Don? I, I said got, Don, not John. Oh, Don. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm tired and I'm, I'm just hearing things now. Okay. Sorry, Don. Go John for just, it. John just got back from bingo. <laughs> oh, man. He's got a couple uh, episodes of My Little Pony to run through. You know, fourth gen, of course. Yeah, l- let me take off my tweed jacket and hang it back up, okay? <laughs> Next to my cane. Go ahead. My, my, my child-beating cane, of course. Go ahead. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Uh, recommendations. Well, you know, yeah, if you haven't seen Blade, watch that. Watch Blade 2. Um, that's also a very, very good movie, in my opinion. Mm. It doesn't drop off the cliff till Blade 3, so check that out. That's really about it. Like I said, I've been on a Star Wars kick with my son, watching him out of order, which drives me insane, but happy that boy's getting into it. So check that out. And, and Ray, wasn't you on Twitter who said you take out the last five minutes of Rogue One and it's a mediocre movie? Hmm. Was that, that wasn't you? me, but that... That wasn't me, but that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I had to say, I, I have to agree. I watched. That does sound like that something recently. I say. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it was JD. I'm sorry, it was the uh, it, that was uh, JD. Miss you, buddy. So yeah, I don't know. Just watch Star Wars and some bullshit. Just make sure you stay away from shitty movies like The Shadow, The Rocketeer. <laughs> oh, Rocketeer! Whoa, I liked them. I love. We watched your mouth with The Rocketeer. Yeah, and, I liked and, The Rocketeer. And, and, <laughs> Hey, buddy, you just named your top two fighting games, and none of them were Marvel's Capcom 2, so I don't want to hear it. That's because I have class. None of them were Eternal Warriors from the Sega Genesis CD either, but, like, you know. Yeah, that's true. Primal Rage, anyone? (laughs) Way of the Warrior for Panasonic 3DO, where a white zombie, uh, La Sexta Sisterosa, plays throughout the whole thing? Yeah, the one track, yeah. The one track, yep. (laughs) And one more time, Tom, where can people find Omega Level? You can find Omega Level, of course, on uh, YouTube. You can just search Omega Level Nerds, or you can follow the link that is uh, on our Twitter there. So at Omega Level Nerds on Twitter. Cool. All right, John. Now you're up. Okay. <laughs> two, two, one anime and one kind of anime, but they're both on Netflix. So it should Guess be easy for people to check them out. What, one of them is called Comey Can't Communicate. It's probably... <laughs> It's probably one of the most interesting stories. It's about a, it's about a very beautiful high school girl who can't who's so socially awkward she cannot talk. And and it's just it's it's actually very like a lot of people probably experience this sometime in their in in their you know early childhood where they just you know they think everything they say is stupid or going to be taken the wrong way and it's it's very very watchable. And then there's uh Ultraman on Netflix. It's done in CGI. It's really good. Lots of nice fight scenes. Lots of blowing up. It's it's awesome. So, all right. Well, I would recommend that you go to superherospeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media at the top of the page. Comic book reviews by our good friend D Square. And I actually, my recommendation besides go see Blade is so I finally saw Free Guy yesterday. Oh. That's the movie that we we watched and after the gym. To watch that. It is good. Yeah, it's it's not a bad movie. Like I was like, really expecting garbage, and it was actually pretty good. I will say the last couple minutes of the movie, or not couple minutes, the the last action scene, like the wrapping up of the movie, the third act. Yeah, yeah the third, third act is a little weak, but it's not bad. You know what do you want? It's a video game movie. That's not really a video game movie. So, it's so got yeah, Ryan Reynolds. So it's got Ryan Reynolds. Yes, and Ryan Reynolds. Haha, yes. if you haven't seen the movie, you don't get that reference yet. So, <laughs> nice. 
All right. Well, on that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for listening. Don't let your cape caught in the door. Have a good week.